millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Monday the 3rd of July. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on Talk. Coming up, the Health Secretary says he is willing to give doctors a bigger pay rise if they call off strike action. This is the BMA warns walkouts could continue until, wait for it, 2025. Meanwhile, Tory MPs are demanding Rishi Sunak cuts at net migration by two-thirds before the next election or risk losing the trust of voters. And banks are being warned they must protect free speech as Nigel Farage is among customers blacklisted for controversial views. Not very controversial if you actually ask voters, though. The time right now is 6.33. This is Talk Breakfast. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. As always, when is it? I'm just bored myself saying this. Lots to talk about, but there is always lots to talk about uh, these days. Of course, uh, uh, lots of uh, big stories um, at home and abroad, over across in France, and of course, even in the sports world, creeping onto the front pages with that controversial dismissal of, uh, of, uh, of Stokes yesterday. 
today and uh, of course um, some uh, big issues over how people behaved, whether their behaviour was cricket on the pitch and indeed off the pitch uh, and laws. Uh, we'll be talking about all of that but small issues like free speech, like whether or not you can get an operation when you need it, whether or not uh, you can actually ever have a chance of, of having a home when you need it because of mass migration to this country. Well we're going to be talking about all of that today and my guest joining me this morning is a commentator Sam Armstrong and it's fascinating Sam, welcome to the show this morning. How many of these stories you seem to have a finger in? Uh, you're, remember, you know, we work with the Free Speech Union as well, and I'm, of course, a, 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 we work with them as well, uh, but or, and a member of them. But also, you're involved with these uh, MPs who are basically calling on Rishi Sunak to cut net migration by two thirds before the next election. Still on the front pages, uh, a front page of certainly one paper today. These 20 Tory MPs from the New Conservatives group includes people like Lee Anderson, Jonathan Gullis, um, and they're basically saying if Rishi Sunak doesn't cut net migration, bearing in mind it was 606,000 in 2022, it was more than a million people came, uh, but in terms of other people leaving the country, 606,000, uh, they say they need it to be cut by two thirds before the 2024 general election. Um, not a chance of that happening. Well, look, if it doesn't happen, the Tories have got a problem. And I'll tell you why. Because at the last election, they promised they were going to cut migration from what it was, which was 226,000. And instead, what have they done? They've tripled it. Now, this matters to people. It might not matter to politicians, but it matters people to people. People at Islington dinner parties, as they always talk about. It really, really matters because it's their wages that are getting deflated. It's their services that are getting oversubscribed. Mm. So they have got to do something. And the truth is... Yeah, you're right. I don't think they will get it done by the time of the next election, but they can. No. It doesn't take any more but than a stroke is, of a pen. This is the thing. I was absolutely fascinated by this. I mean, one of the reasons why people voted for Brexit wasn't the only reason I voted because of national sovereignty and, 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 and democratic accountability. But one of the, well, it was one of the key sort of practical reasons was the ability to control our own borders because basically we were told, well, nothing we can do about it. You know, the EU in the EU, free movement. And it seems to me the biggest concern of the sort of Ramonas, not people who voted Remain, people who refused to accept the democratic vote in 2016 is that I, I can't I can't go and retire in France that seems to be my kid can't go and work freely in Spain they've gone I'm sorry I've got family you live in France you 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 could go and live pretty much anywhere you want if they want you and if you provide a net benefit to that country you earn enough you can support yourself otherwise funnily enough they don't want you any more than we want those people but the key thing here is that we weren't able inside the EU to control who, who came to our country. And the idea was now we can. And yet, you know, we can't control people coming over on dinghies, the illegal migrants, and we can't even control the legal migrants, largely actually not from inside the EU now, now from, from uh, many other countries, often the Indian subcontinent is a big, uh, a big uh, place for, for arrivals. But the idea that the government can't do this, I mean, it is, as you say, it is literally yeah. a, a writing that we will have a limit on the number of people. Now, the question is, 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 would that be good for the country to to limit the number of people in terms of who are coming? Because can we all agree we think it's probably a good idea that high net worth individuals, people with skills that we want should come. But then you get into a situation of, well, someone who's on a low paid job as a carer or, I don't know, fruit picker, um, jobs which we apparently find virtually impossible to fill from the, the, the British population. Uh, are those people a net benefit? Yeah, well, let's take care workers because they're the single biggest contributor of any category to, to migrants. Now, that was a temporary scheme set up after the pandemic that the Department of Health said 6,000 would come, 80,000 a year are coming. Yeah. Where have we seen those exploding figures before? Yeah. Now, look, we've been talking for years in this country about the need to get people to see caring, care working as a career. 
Now, the, there was then a temporary scheme to just fill a short-term situation of problem. What has happened, that has exploded, and it's been extended again and again and again. And what's happened? The wages in care work have been suppressed yeah. to the point that nobody in this country is going to see it as a career, because why would you if all you can earn is minimum wage yeah. forever? Yeah. You need to have some shortages so these care uh, facilities begin to put wages up. As, as we've seen in many other in many other jobs. Well, we're told, yeah, yeah, British people here, some of them may, but you know, recent migrants, but people living here already don't want to do those jobs. Um, but it, but again, it's it's hard work. I've you know, I spent a lot of time in a care home with my, my elderly aunt when she was there, and, and you know, it's it's hard work. It's 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 you know, it's it's. I mean, I think it'd be very gratifying in lots of ways, more than perhaps a lot of other minimum wage jobs I've done over the years. But yeah, it, it is hard work. But again, as with all these things, well, you need to you need to pay people enough to make them do it. But this is the thing: it's cheaper for a care home to have someone who's arrived and then and they're on low pay, and then they're on child credit, working tax credit. Um, housing benefit covering their way covering their their rent which the rest of us are all paying for what's it 25 30 billion pound housing benefit bill now um and this idea that oh well you know we can't afford to pay more no no we're already paying we're subsidizing low wages so we wouldn't it be better if we just accepted that was the higher cost and maybe you know care homes i know we had to pay more in taxes to pay for local authorities to pay more for care home workers that that you know but that maps might be a more honest way of paying for it um we're asking a question this morning with these 20 Tory MPs demanding that Rishi Sunak cuts net migration by two thirds before the next election. They say if he doesn't do that, he would risk losing the trust of voters. I want to know what policy would win back your trust. Is it this policy? Is it something on net zero? Is it about the NHS? Is it about the economy? What is the policy that would win back your trust? I mean, the polls are, let's face it, absolutely dire for the, for the Tories. Rishi Sunak more than six months into the job now. And, well, you know, especially since his five pledges doesn't look close to coming to hit any of those pledges right now. So do get in touch. Um, let me know what you think. Text me on 8722. You can tweet me at Talk TV, and I'd love to speak to you as well. You can call me on 0344 499 1000. That's 0344 499 1000. Thank you for that. Um, let's also talk about the NHS. Um, seven days this month, we'll see strikes by uh, doctors. Um, Oh, most of the other pay settlements seem to have been settled and the last week of course we saw the RCN and others um, that they, they're bid to have another strike ballot no it hasn't worked uh, they're going to get a 5% doctors still holding out for 35% we've got a 5 day strike from July the 13th by junior doctors then we've got a day or, and then we've got a 2 day strike by consultants um, the NHS chief executive Amanda Pritchard uh, said the disruption will be more significant in July refused to rule out that people patients might die as a result Steve Barkley the health secretary he said well, I'm willing to give doctors a bigger pay rise, but they need to call off strikes. But I suppose they would argue, but you're only willing to give us the pay rise because we've striked. Where, I mean, 5% and 35%, that's quite a big gap there, isn't there? Yeah, and look, 35% is mad. It is yeah. bonkers. It is balmy. And bear in mind, some of these doctors are earning 100 grand. Yeah. This is not underpaid nurses such as uh, that that claim was true in the first place. And these are not people that are going to carry or curry that much sympathy with the public. You know, many people listening to this would love to earn £100,000. And, and have a 35% pay rise. And have a 35% pay rise. And have a gold-plated pension. And work public sector hours and holidays and all the rest of it, all the other benefits. And by the way, when they go out to... Uh, uh, you know, popular restaurant chains, they get a 10, 15% uh, NHS discount. So look, it's 
not the worst deal in the world these doctors have got. And they will be angered at the thought that their relative who is waiting for an operation, it may be cancelled and they may die. There will be people dying as a result of this. And I say to any union leader that is organising this, how can you honestly look yourself in the eye and not consider yourself to be a killer, a killer? Oh, you go that for that's the thing. You I, are organising strikes. I don't that think will kill I don't people. think the people just because they work in the world where they do you know useful stuff where they save people's lives should not have the right. I believe in the right to strike. I but, believe in collective. Do, but do I, you, I think the demand. I think the demand for thirty five percent is an insult to the British do, people. Do you, Julia? Do you think yes. a British army private on okay. the front line in a war no. should be able to go on strike no, and no. say no, no, I'm not going to shoot that chap over there because today because I'm on strike because my pay settlement didn't go. I up think by there is a very strong year. argument to agree that you agreed I mean again like with the army and the police you can't go on strike but we have we have independent pay review bodies and like thing is the independent pay review bodies for the NHS um, the government only accepts them they're talking about overriding the next one because they think oh it's going to cost too much they, they, they have to work within the parameters these very tight parameters I, I, I think it's a difficult one I don't think they should be on strike I, do, I think the right to strike is very fundamental I think that them striking right now given the failures of the NHS over the last few years is an insult to British people. This idea, well, we're still catching up where we had to close down the NHS because of COVID. Well, virtually no other country closed down their healthcare service to all but COVID. And that was an NHS management decision. What I mostly want is the chief executive of the NHS, Mona Pritchard, to be out on her ear. I think the NHS management across the board need to be absolutely swept out. I think they've proven themselves to be utterly, hugely, horrifically, I would say, I would say immorally bankrupt and useless and need to be I mean I hold them responsible for an awful lot of the bad things that happened in the NHS in recent years I think the government has failed a lot as well but but people like you know time servers like Amanda Pritchard are part of the problem yeah look I think the fastest way to make the NHS more efficient is to sack half of the management I think if you were to say half the management I think you would notice it I think it would get more and not less efficient well Guardian's front page today they've got a poll showing 71% fear patients will be charged for care in the NHS in the next decade well well, think it will happen I mean you know fear or well that's how most of the countries work and they don't have people not getting treatment Um, of course Wednesday is the 75th anniversary of the uh, creation of the NHS uh, which no other country has followed I wonder why Uh, can everyone stop talking about it being their birthday the NHS is an institution and institutions don't have birthdays. It's quite bizarre, isn't it? Are we not going to have a choir come in here like the BBC to come and sing and celebrate? Don't and even start. Don't even Let's celebrate more people dying of cancer and other preventable diseases because of our healthcare system as opposed to others. So well done, everybody. Happy birthday. 6.44 is the time. We're going to look at the front pages next. Cricket is on a lot of them. This is Talk Breakfast. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio.